Welcome to the King's Healing Room Podcast, where we are a kingdom ministry within global presence. We are located at 4326 Pharaoh in Syracuse, New York, 13219, where the executive pastor is Elder Yulon Jones and the senior pastor and founder is Bishop Brian K. Hill Sr. All are welcome. Greetings, everyone. Greetings to the King's Healing Room. Greetings to all that are listening, all that will be coming on, um, those that are logged on, and those that uh, that are listening, um, to our members, to the world, um, our Heavenly Father uh, deserves all glory and all praise. So if we can just take right now, and I count to three, if we can, everyone, however you're listening, uh, let's just take a few seconds. And just give God high praise. One, two, three. Yes, yes. Wonderful Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes. Wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. Wonderful Jesus, Lord. We thank you for life, health, and strength. Use and activity of our limbs. We thank you for our right minds. We thank you for peace in our souls. We thank you for peace in our world. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. The the events celebrated just 72 hours ago or so, it, it is not weaned. It has not, uh, uh, Resurrection Sunday is not, a, is not a holiday. It's not an event to come and go. It's not President's Day or, or Fourth of July, but it, is, but it is an event that catapulted every human that would call on the name of Jesus, Amen. catapulted us right to the throne of grace Amen. where we can seek mercy in time of need, which I believe is always the spirit, the, the, the vitality, the life of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the, the redemption yes. being bought back by his perfect blood, uh, uh, God, but yet man, man, but yet God. And only this blood could redeem a sin sick world. And, 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 and even today, listening to the 911 tapes, of the, of the mother and, and others of the shooter, uh, um, that 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 went on to his job, and killed four people and wounded others. Lord, we thank you for being bought back. We thank you for redemption. We 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 thank you for being redeemed, not like a coupon, in a store for two for one, but for being bought back of what we couldn't afford on our own, and that's because our blood was tainted our lives, our birth. We were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. But by the second Adam, because of the second Adam, your only begotten son, he bought back, he redeemed us. He went into the courts as the master lawyer and he argued our case. And God, you, you, the, 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 the conditions of our release was perfect blood must be sacrificed. And I can only imagine how that conversation went. 
said, this is my purpose. This is my destiny. To be clothed in flesh and to live a life and to be tempted above as men are and to prove that one can live holy and then make the ultimate sacrifice to die on the cross, the horrible, demeaning death, but then rise again. Wow, the first fruits of the living. And so for the believer, the resurrection is a lifestyle that we live out daily by minute, by second, waiting for that great parting in the sky, for that first trump that sounds and the dead in Christ shall shall rise up, the sea shall give up his dead, the, 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 the earth shall give up his dead, and the second trump sounds, two shall be in the field, one shall be caught up, one shall be left, two shall be in the bed, one shall be caught up. I'm quite sure there's going to be some airplanes in the air, and all I can say, if nothing else would prompt the person to be saved, if you fly at all, you should not get on another airplane after hearing what I just said without having a confession of faith Amen. in Jesus Christ. Amen. Because just what if your pilot is saved? What if your pilot is a believer? What if, you, what if both the co-pilot and the pilot are believers? What if they just had Bible study? I'm riffing right. I'm riffing right now. All right. I'm just riffing. I'm just off. I'm just uh, 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 I'm ad-libbing. What is it when rappers, when they just spit? And I'm just freestyling right now. I'm freestyling. We're coming with part three tonight. Uh, let the right one in sight, a combination of sight and hearing. Uh, uh, so uh, allow, allow me a minute more to just riff, just freestyle on you. Amen. Um, imagine if the pilot, the co-pilot and the whole staff, the, the, the stewardesses, the stewards, uh, the mechanics for that flight that they just came out of Bible study. And they just linked hand for hands for a safe flight. Amen. And giving God all the glory for not just being the God of the earth, but being the God of the air. God giving God the credit, not Boeing, not Boeing 737 for holding that plane up in the air. Not for the engine makers, not for the mechanics, but for God and the wings of his angels for keeping that plane up. Amen. Amen. And imagine in the moment of a twinkling of an eye, the pilot's gone. The co-pilot's gone. The stewardesses are gone. The stewards are gone. Whoa. And all of a sudden, just empty seats. Just close. Next to you. Those little fantastic airplane cookies that we all love. <laughs> that would probably be the only good thing that happened. Somebody next to you caught up as they left their airplane cookies. But I believe once it would hit you that there's no one to fly the plane. Because somewhere in the sky... Christ appeared. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, all believers will be transformed from mortality to immortality. Mm -hmm. Wow. What a moment. What a moment. Wow. We had a great moment here at the King's Healing Room, our third class of uh, ordained elders mm -hmm. and, um, uh, uh, um, and uh, or elders ordained and deacons, a, a, whole, a whole new deacons class, deacon and deaconesses. Uh, uh, appointed, but boy, what graduation do we don't want to miss? Mm -hmm. And that is the graduation Amen. to get out of this flesh Amen. and into our new robe. Amen. Wow. Our new name, mm -hmm. a key to our new mansion, and to have Christ most 
probably most more important than anything else to have Christ say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter ye in. I'm Pastor Brian. God bless each and every one of you. We love you. And uh, uh, we are, uh, this is our first Wednesday back at uh, uh, 4326 Fay Road, Syracuse, New York. Uh, we are live uh, in our, uh, you'll understand by our background why this particular space uh, we call the library. Amen. Because this is literally a multiple bookshelves of books that have been collected over years in the throughout the Christian faith of the not only our ministry but the ministries that came before us. Mm -hmm. And we welcome you. We welcome you. We welcome you. And uh, um, we have children here tonight. Children, you want to say anything to the folk? Hanging out with us? Hi. Hi. Hi, hi. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, we have we have live, warm bodies here. Amen. All right. And we're coming. And uh, when I count to three, everybody's here. We're just going to yell out, hey, welcome, everyone. One, two, three. Hey, hey welcome, everyone. everyone. All right. <laughs> All right. Let me make an adjustment here so my screen doesn't keep turning off. We thank God for our executive pastor, Pastor Yulon Jones. Amen. And our elder, uh, Elder Marie Rivers, and our children that are here. And we thank God for you. And we are going to get into it. Uh, I want to thank all of the support on behalf of the King's Healing Room that, 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 and, uh, for our ordination service and, um, our youth, uh, Elder Yvonne Jones and her entire staff for our, uh, youth program for Resurrection Sunday. And, uh, and then our ordination service, uh, Elder Carlene Lacey, which he um, oversaw and and uh, commanded and and brought that brought that out in such a great way, and then our communion by our own elder uh, Marie Rivers and what an awesome, wonderful communion uh, we had, and so I want to personally thank everyone, those that tuned in, um, Elder Carletta Jackson, and Deacon uh, Anthony Jackson. Um, in in uh, in Georgia, um, they were not able to attend, but they were also ordained and elevated. And Elder newly minted Elder uh, Francis James in Dallas, Texas, and um, all watching. And um, of course, um, uh, Sister Francis came to the King's Healing Room as an elder, Amen, um, uh, as fully matured. We certainly thank God for you, our newest family, the Munez, uh, the Munoz family, yes. and um, and uh, Napoleon and Esther, uh, both ordained as elders. What a beautiful day! The 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 intersection of families, the Rivers family, the Lacey family, the Jackson family, uh, um, 
uh, probably a few other families that that um, just uh, the the Howards the Howard family um, between elders and deacons, multiple family members in the clergy of the King's Healing Room and in the Army of the Lord. And uh, just big ups to everyone. We thank you and we love you. I see the comments. I'm not going to lean in because my head will simply look a, like a large caramel chew. And trust me, it's not a good look. But we thank God for each and every one. Comments and questions. There are others watching. So if anyone has any questions on tonight, amen, please, please make your comments. And uh, um, uh, part one, um, let the right one in the premise of this study is focusing on our five senses that God gave us. God created man in his likeness and in his image. And uh, both male and female, God created them both. So whatever we have in our autonomy, uh, in our, excuse me, wrong word, in our anatomy, uh, um, God has. God is in the, the Godhead is in the male persona, all right? They are spiritual beings. Um, um, they, are, they are sexual only in the sense of their personas as he or she, amen? When God, in Genesis 1 and 26, 27 and 28, when God created male and female, he separates the anatomies of the of, of his creation that man hadn't been formed yet, but he designated the, the, the sexes, male chromosomes and female chromosomes to be born after the first Adam. Mm -hmm. And then Eve separated from, from Adam. And then in Genesis two and seven, we see where God formed man um, out of the dust of the earth. And then he breathed his pneuma, his spirit, uh, into Adam, and then Adam became complete. His body was already formed out of the dust of the earth. And then he became a living soul once God uh, 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 breathed his DNA into Adam. And I'm going to show you how that works. Uh, I have my fake glasses. Weeders. And they're probably a little smudgy, so please excuse me. And every time we do this, what happens? We get a little condensation on the glasses, right? God bless you, Mother. We get a little condensation on the glasses, and it's our, um, our hot, the hot air, which some may say I have a lot, I'm full of hot air. <laughs> And when we breathe it on a surface, uh, the, the, uh, the mixture of, of uh, H2O and, and, and water or um, um, uh, attaches to the lens, and that allows us to clean it. Well, imagine God breathing into Adam and the same... The same scenario just took place. When I breathe on this, it fogs. That's a combination of oxygen, excuse me, and H2O, water. And through that, 
Adam became a living soul. It's no, it, it's no wonder man is 70% water. A human being is 70% water in that our earth is covered by 70% water. There's only 30% 30, 30 land mass. And we can go right directly to Genesis 1, the 26th chapter, uh, 1, 26, 1 and 26, and Genesis, the second chapter, verse 7. So we have ears because God has ears. We have eyes because God has eyes. We have a nose because God has noses. Our lives should be a sweet odor unto God. Well, how can God smell if God doesn't have a nose, right? So we were fashioned, we were created in God's image and in his likeness, all right? Uh, some people, we can tell who they are just by their shadow. We can see them at night coming down the, coming down the, coming down the, uh, 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 three, four people can get out the car in the middle of the night in the driveway and just by the way a person walks or just by the shadow, you can tell if that's your relative or if that's booing them or, or just about who they are. That can be chalked up to a likeness. So we are, we were created in God's image. We are the mirror image of God. All right. We are anatomically correct to God. Arms, legs, toes, hands. Uh, uh, we are anatomically correct. And then our likeness, we were also created also in his likeness, our mannerisms. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can tell a son or a daughter because they have the same mannerisms mm -hmm. as uh, um, an, an elder we're all acquainted with. Um, uh, our son Keith was walking home from school. He was, he was, he was, coming, he was coming down through SU and, uh, and um, uh, down Comstock. And and uh, and an uh, uh, and elder in our in our church at the time was was uh, looking at this young man walking, and and he pulled over. He said, "Keith, is that you?" But he was behind him. And Keith, hey, how did you know that was me? He said, "You walk just like your father." <laughs> well, those are mannerisms. Those are likeness. These are likenesses that we have. So can we see? how different, but yet how the same an image and a likeness is. Mm -hmm. So you may have a child that looks the spitting image of their mother or their father or their grandmother or whatever, but don't have any similarities in likeness. Mm -hmm. Right? Body shapes may even be different. Pear shape, mm -hmm. bell shape, mm -hmm. face shape, all these different round shape, all these different shapes that we have, right? That, 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 that dietitians and so forth. Or even just mannerisms, even as I'm doing this. All right. And so uh, so the senses that we have, God didn't give them to us simply so we could smell the difference between chitlins and 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 a roast beef sandwich. <laughs> right. He didn't give us eyes just so we could tell the difference between this or that discern or ears. And we're going to read a little later. God said, I he that he that. He that, he that formed the ear, shall he not hear? Mm -hmm. He that made the eye, shall he not see? So God created us in such a way that we literally become his eyes and ears. We literally become as his servants, as his ministers. And, and once we come back into union with God through the second Adam, Jesus Christ, 
And as we grow daily and, 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 and create a new mind and a new mindset, we become more submissive. We understand our roles as, as servants and, and, and as, dare I, may I say, slaves. Paul, in many of his books, uh, uh, his salutations were, I, Paul, a slave. I, Paul, a servant. And we begin, we become more aware, more cognizant of our role in the universe and our role with God. Christ said, I came not to be served, but to serve. And we begin to take on that type of mindset. Then we realize that's why I can't look at any kind of thing. Because if God wouldn't look at this, then why should I be looking at it? Mm -hmm. All right? Rated R. Mm -hmm. You know, you know. Well, I didn't know it. We have young people here, so let me let me be on my best behavior. <laughs> oh shucks! <laughs> no, let us stay right here because this, this this is gonna keep me this is gonna keep me clean. Mother Hill's like that's the secret. Keep some kids in the room so you won't be acting so crazy. <laughs> any questions? Any comments? Um, um, we're going to pick up and uh, part three. And this is going to be a combination of hearing and seeing. And uh, um, these are our, probably our most dominant senses of the five senses. Can we name the five senses real quick? See, taste, taste smell, hear, touch. All right. Um, uh um, guess what COVID did? <laughs> guess one of, the, one, of the by, one of the byproducts of COVID, especially long, what they call long haulers, mm -hmm. was taste and smell. Yeah. Right? And many people are still being affected. Yep. And some people are denying having had COVID. And, well, if you could taste and hear, did I say that right? Taste and hear. Taste, taste and smell. Taste and smell. <laughs> Nine years ago, then it might, that might be the case now. Yeah. Um, um, and of course there's other symptoms, respiratory and so forth. But one of the signs, early signs is our taste and our nose and our smell. And I don't have the facts, so I'm not going to go all the way in, but, um, if I'm, I know I'm right on track, but I believe we smell before we taste and we act, we don't actually taste food. We smell food, mm -hmm. and I find, and I believe our taste buds only recognize two or three. Uh, um, there's only two or three, maybe four. I don't even want to say flavors, um, but uh, salt, hot. Um, our taste buds have very specific ranges that we taste. We come to associate garlic by what we see. So we associate garlic and we smell it. So even if we don't know garlic's in a food, when we taste it, our minds associate it with what we have seen and what we have smelled. Mm -hmm. And that's why our olfactory glands are so very, very important. A dog, the entire canine world, is not noted for their taste buds. They're noted for their smells. And even a dog who, like, who may not be prized for their for their uh, olfactory glands or for their hearing. Certainly, all dogs have better hearing 
and smell than the most talented human, if I'm not mistaken. We're all familiar now with Job, the 33rd chapter, verses 14 through 18. Uh, um, and 1 Kings, the third chapter, 3 through 14. One of my faves in the entire Bible. Um, uh, I love everything about Joseph. Uh, um, he's just one of my favorite characters. And, mm -hmm. and then it kind of drills down from there. Um, Moses and, 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 and so forth. I, but, um, but this passage in Solomon, he, he cannot be ignored because he was not only the wisest man that ever lived by the word of God, but he was also the wealthiest. Um, but since we can't record his wealth, in the 1600s, there was an African king called Mansa Mesa, Mesa Mansa. And um, it, because it's later in history, and by that time, Timbuktu, the first library ever in the world, Timbuktu is a real city, in, 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 um, in, um, in what we now does not exist now, but the city, the great city-state Babylon. And Timbuktu, history records, as having the, the, being the first library on the planet. Mm. All right? Africans and all descendants, we are descendants. Those, we have to know our history. We have to know our history. Amen? The alphabet. Um, um, uh, math. We were talking about math earlier. Mm, yeah. All right? And so it is estimated that Mansa Mesa's wealth in today's money would be a minimum of $600 billion. $600 billion. Wow. The founder of Amazon... Uh, he was the first person in recent history, and we mean 500 years, to reach, to break the 100 billion mark. And then since there's been, there's been two or three uh, Bill Gates, but then they come off of because of the stock market and, and so forth. And um, their, their wealth fluctuates. Um, I believe Facebook's president, Mark Zuckerberg, at one time broke the one hundred uh billion dollar mark um uh uh Tesla's president uh founder um I can't think of his name right now but he's broken it and come in and out but to maintain over a great part of your life a wealth an estimated wealth at minimum of six hundred billion certainly could have eclipsed one hundred billion dollars. It it seems otherworldly. It almost seems alien-like to even say the term $600 billion for one individual, not a country, not, not a region, not North America, South America, a individual to have a net worth of at least $600 billion. He had a, he had a chair. His throne was made of 18 to 24 karat gold. It was carved out of a boulder of pure gold wow. and his throne was carved out of three times the size of this table i mean he ruled he ruled a quarter of africa 
and and uh, and uh, for Chris for 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 Christmas stockings, he handed out gold. He actually crushed. He actually caused the gold market to crash, and caused economies in in um in like a third of the world. And economists are now saying you really jacked this up. But it's close. We can Google it later, because he went on a long journey, and um and. He gave out gold in all these cities, and now gold is mostly the price of gold is because of its scarcity. And once something is no longer scarce, it loses its value, right? And uh, if gold was just laying around like silver or copper, it would be worth what copper was, what copper is, which is pennies on uh, 100 pounds. Uh, and he literally crashed world economies and crashed countries that some took decades to recover because he gave out so much gold in his lifetime. He just gave gold away, just gave gold away. And uh, once again, you know, we all have our cultures. The Irish have their culture and, and the British have their culture and, 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 um, and many other, not only races, but uh, nationalities. Amen. But for those who, for those who's um, our, DNA, our forefathers, originate from, uh, from the motherland, from the continent of Africa, um, we would do well to seek the knowledge and know our wealth and, um, and know our own history. All right? So uh, God comes to Solomon as a dream. He's a child. He's probably under 10 years old. Ask him, I'll give you anything. We know the story. At 10 years old, he had the wisdom to say, instead of riches and gold, give me wisdom to know how to go in and out of your people. All right? And God said, because you did not ask for these things, I'm going to give you wisdom. I'm going to make you the richest man in the wealth, the, the wisest man in the world, but I'm going to make you the richest man in the world. Now, it did help that Solomon was not born in adverse poverty. He was born, his father was King David. So... So he was born with a silver spoon. So he, he was born not wanting for anything. He's like, well, what else? I'm 10. Right. <laughs> you haven't invented Ferraris yet. <laughs> you know, there's no, there's no private jets. When I have everything I want. I have servants. I have maids. You know, people have servants brush my teeth. You know, I mean, so there is that to consider. Amen. In uh, uh, full disclosure. All right. Some key points from parts one and parts two, and I just have three here. Number one, God is the author and finisher of our faith. Just some key points. God is the author and the finisher of our faith. As I was studying this two or three weeks ago, and, and, and I like quotes, Pastor Jones, I don't know, I don't know if you plagiarized that, or, or, or if that was off your dome, but that quote was amazing this morning. What now? I picked up my phone, and when I texted, that's when I looked at my. I was picking up my phone. And I'm like, okay, let me go through my. That was that has literally powered me through my day. All right. Oh, can I find? Can, can do you mind if I read it? Oh, absolutely. Was it a man centric? Mm, no, 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 no. It was. It was. I heard someone say it, and it. Got me like he got you. Yeah, see, I would, I would take credit. See, 
but, may, but maybe that's the difference between me and you. And then, yes, I was spending time with the Lord. God said, that's one. It's 8 a.m. and you didn't already, you, you didn't already struck out with one lie. I Googled it and it came straight up. So and it came straight up. <laughs> All right, well, thank God for your honesty. As executive pastor, you really, your staff is the entire clergy. So if anybody can't tell three lies in a day, it's you. So thank you for your honesty. <laughs> I can do whatever I want to do. <laughs> nope. Quote, unquote, it's better to be a warrior in the garden than a gardener in a war. That was like, let me say that again. And, and we have a green thumb here, Mother Hill. So this resonates. It is better to be a warrior in the garden than to be a gardener in a war. Wow. So Pastor Jones woke up this morning saying, I'm ready to fight. I'm ready for battle. Let's his own his own saying. No one else can we can't co-opt it. It's his, but I'm just gonna repeat his. Let's go. Ella Jones woke up this morning with some fire. I don't know what motivated him. I don't know what God spoke to you in your sleep last night, like you did Solomon, like 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 Elusu, uh, 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 Job's friend told him that that when men won't listen to God, God will wait till they go to sleep and enter their dreams, give them instruction and seal it to keep you out of hell. I don't know what happened in your sleep last night. I don't know what if you had pork. Ice cream and had a pork and ice cream dream. But you woke up on fire this morning. I'd rather be a warrior in a garden than be a gardener in a war. Woo! My God, that is that resonates. So as I was putting these notes together, and I'm not going to pull it up now because uh, Murphy's Law, I'd try to find it. But it says something like this, and this is a hillism. It's original quote. Some people finish and some, some people start and some people finish. But some people finish what they start. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be in the book on hillisms. Mm -hmm. Some people start a job, mm -hmm. but they don't, they don't end well. And even Paul spoke about this, about running the race. Mm -hmm. It's not how well you start. It's not if you stumble in the, in the middle. It's those who run this race to the end. It's those who endure to the end. Is this resonating? Mm -hmm. So some people start well and some people finish well. And there's a saying, all's well that ends well. But how you start also had, can have a great impact on how you finish. Some people don't start out well in life. Mm -hmm. Born in, 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 in countries, maybe that, that uh, or, or in the South, uh, coming right up until the 40s and 50s. And even now, I, I received, a, I received a, a link today at 514 Facebook. And it's not going to the exact link, but a 
a Caucasian football coach, and I don't know the whole story, but it's on Facebook, so, so it must be true. <laughs> I saw it, and then I said, and then I said, please send that to me. And he is heard on Facebook. repeating that his desire was to reinstate lynching of African-Americans oh. in 2023. And he was identified in the, in the post afterwards that he is a, I don't know if it's high school or college or pros, but he is a football coach in Atlanta, in Atlanta. And he's on Facebook. I saw him, he literally, I'm not repeating, I don't repeat things that I don't know for sure, or I will preface it as, I'm not, this is what I heard, so take it at face value. God is the author and the finisher of our faith, and God uses our senses to, to, to write his, his, his word, his capital O-R-D, into our psyche, into our subconscious. There's things that we see that we can't unsee. And that could be negative or that could be, but then God exposes us to things, both visually in the, in, the, in, in the conscious world and even in the subconscious world. That's why God comes to our dreams and he comes, and he comes to us in visions. There's a, there's a passage, I believe, I believe it's Isaiah. And, 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 and he said, I'll, I'll, uh, uh, I'll cause your sons and daughters to prophesy. Uh, I'll, uh, uh, I'll cause your old men to dream dreams mm -hmm. and I'll cause your, and I'll cause your young men to have visions. Mm -hmm. Well, all of those prophecy dreams and visions mm -hmm. all deal with God breaking into and going past the bank vault of our consciousness and dealing with our subconsciousness, a prophet we have a prophetess here, prophet, and those who are used to prophet, Elder Jones, amen, to, 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 to prophesy. And many of us, Mother Hill, I'm quite sure you prophesy before, but didn't recognize it as prophecy, just, just having wisdom at 1 a.m. when the phone called and, and someone's in distress and you just had wisdom for the moment. But, you know, we can call it many different things, but I'm quite sure over your years as a believer, you have prophesied before, amen, and, 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 and that does not come from our consciousness. That comes from our subconsciousness. That comes from God at any moment as a believer. We don't belong to our, our lives no longer belong to us. Our lives literally belong to God. We are submitted to God's will and to his way. And God should at all times in our life have access through our five senses to either get a word in or to get a word out. I can't look at you and prophesy and not move my lips. <laughs> that would be goofy, right? Mm -hmm. A man can't say to a woman, I love you, without moving, bumping his gums and saying, I love you. Mm -hmm. You know, you're at, you're, you're, you're at dinner over a nice five-star restaurant, flowers and everything, and you're just staring at her. And she's just staring back at you. And the waiter comes, and, and there's a ring and hidden in the birthday cake or whatever. 
But at some point, you have to open your mouth and say, I love you, or will you marry me? Or, and then the lady has to say, yes, I will marry you, or uh, no, I won't marry you. Mm -hmm. Well, it only makes sense that since we're made, since we're creating God's image and in his likeness, that if God speaks, then we have to speak. And in, Ecclesi in Ecclesiastes, the, 11th, the last chapter, God said, I counsel myself, which includes the Godhead. That's the Godhead. That's he himself, me, myself, and I. Mm -hmm. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He said, we counsel each other. And we can communicate with each other without speaking because we are one the same. When I think a thought, the Holy Spirit thinks it. Mm -hmm. What was that again? Ecclesiastes? Uh, it's the last chapter. And I want to say Ecclesiastes 11. But I know it's the eleventh. It's the last chapter of Ecclesiastes, and towards the end, it's like the last maybe ten verses. He says, "I counsel myself." All right. So God doesn't have to speak to His creation. God can think it to us, and if it's for us to speak, then we speak it. But how many times has God has God quote unquote spoken to us, and it's never for us to be uttered? Paul said, Paul said, uh, I was in, he said, whether I was dreaming or awake, I'm not sure. But he said, God gave me a revelation. And then he said, write it in the book and seal it. Mm. So now we have the sense of spiritually hearing because whatever is our natural sense, there's a spiritual counterpart. Mm -hmm. So for our natural ears, we have spiritual ears. For physical eyes, we have natural eyes. We have spiritual eyes, taste, touch. God says all through the Old Testament, God said, you create these idols that have hands but can't touch. They have ears, but they cannot hear. Mm -hmm. Woo! They have mouths, but they cannot speak. They're made out of wood and metal right. and stone and clay. Right. But because they weren't created, they were formed. And you got messed, you messed up the created versus the form. I created you before I formed you. Mm -hmm. So you, because you humans don't, you don't, because of Adam, you don't acknowledge the creation. So you just, you just, because of pride, you just go after the formed. So you go after dust and metal and wood and gopher wood and poplar wood and, 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 and clay and, 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 and form with your hands like you would a vase or a vase. And you create these images that you think I look like. So you give me hands. So you give me a mouth. You give me ears and a nose. You give me feet. But they are nothing. And I promise you, I'm, this is what God, I promise you, when the time is right, at the ordained time, I'll crush the gods that you make, and I will show you, I will show you what, what the real God is. Number two, uh, just three, three key points. It is the author's word, capital O-R-D, that animates our devotion and submission to him. Let me read that again. It is the author's word that animates our devotions and submission to him. It is God's capital O-R-D. It is his word, not only written from Genesis 1 to Revelation, the 22nd chapter. That's the entire King James Version. Genesis chapter 1 
1 and 1 to Revelation uh, uh, chapter 22, verse, I think it's 22. Chapter 22. What is that quote again? It's the point, author's word. It is, yes, it is the author's word. Uh, point key point one we 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 recognize God as the author and finisher of our faith mm -hmm. point one is God is the author so point two it is the author's word so it is God's word but I mm -hmm. but I want to use the word author author there because an author writes a book out of their vision and out of their viewpoint of what something is it doesn't matter if it's a biography if it's an autobiography if it's if it's a political book, this is a. It could be a book on World War II or the world, the world, the wars of America. It is through their lens that separates their book that they authored from the nine thousand other books that have been authored through the years on the many wars that America's been in, from the Revolutionary War, the War of eighteen twelve, the Mexican American War. All right, there's many wars that we've been in before we even became a country. All right. We we don't include the wars with the Indians, the American Indians, because America has gone two ways, two things, completely blot out the American Indians from the entire history of America and blot out slavery. That's why we that the governor of of uh, of Florida, Ron Ron De, Ron DeSantis, candidate for the president of the United States, has literally enacted laws that literally under threat of prosecution teachers from elementary to senior high to quote or use books on slavery and that's his version of woke remember what i've told y'all for years and it's not because i said it but satan is a perverter satan doesn't satan does not have creative powers Neither, neither does any of his subjects. Mm -hmm. Satan literally has to wait until God creates anything. And then he attempts, and all he can do is pervert it. So African Americans, maybe four or five years ago, started using the word woke. And that's, that word came out of, guys, come on, people, we better be woke. Because don't, don't sleep now. Black Lives Matter. Laws are being enacted. Uh, uh, racism uh, is uh, 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 the sitting president at the time. And and just the term, you know, I don't know exactly where it came from, but, you know, wake up, wake up. Don't don't. Now's not the time to be asleep at the wheel. Wake up. And then, you know, black folk, we love Ebonics. And it just and that came to be woke. So like you woke. And that literally meant not like I'm not literally asleep. But are you woke? And that means yes, I'm aware of what's going on. I'm aware that 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 was that that was a demeaning term. Hey boy, are you woke? Did you just hear what they said? We all heard last week. And I'm not going off track here. I'm not. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on point here. Mm -hmm. We're talking about senses. Mm -hmm. Amen. We had two African American freshmen, uh, state, state, state congresspersons in the state of Tennessee the home of the Ku Klux Klan and the state that has the most, most gun deaths 
of any other state in the union. And two freshmen, sent, uh, uh, congressmen, state, state congresspersons, two African-American males, and a senior congresswoman, Caucasian, we all know what happened. They gun uh, 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 protesters, mm -hmm. the three nine-year-olds. Once again, we have children here. And the three adults at a Christian school um, made the ultimate sacrifice um, to a troubled young lady. And they were protesting at the state capitol gun violence. And days later, they were literally put out. And the, the non-black uh, Congresswoman uh, uh, was not ex ex expelled, which simply just smelt racism. And I don't know if anyone here today, here live, or you listening, watched whether C-SPAN or 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 CNBC. But um, uh, since Lacey got it so right, I'm a geek, and I, I I own it, and I own it with with glee. There's a geek word, glee. Who says glee? That's a geek. But I watched it. God has me woke for other reasons. Mm -hmm. And 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 God has me for some time exposing myself to to things that most people aren't paying attention to uh that are going on in the world so that the church can be warned, mm -hmm. the body of Christ. And those senior men Address those two grown men. These are grown men. Address them as boys, and shut up. You speak when I'm when you're spoken to. Mm. This was last week. This is 2023, wow. but it's still Tennessee. Yeah. Did that rhyme? Can I spit a little bit right here? Can I? Can I? Can I rhyme a little bit? It's 2023. Uh, you got a voice box right here. Can we get a voice box? Uh. <laughs> Uh, 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 it's 223, uh, uh, but it's still Tennessee, uh, 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 give me the Fuji's, they can do it right. <laughs> Mother Hill's like, if I had a slingshot, i hit you with a P. One of them old hard P's that been on the plate for three or four days, hit me right in, right in, right in my forehead. Just using a little comedy to, to talk about some very hard subjects. Amen. Uh, one was reinstated Monday, and the other was, was reinstated today. Mm. And I watched both of the celebrations today. The brother that was celebrated today. Yes, that happened. He did get reinstated. He did get reinstated. He went and thousands of protesters went to the state capitol, and they had church because... The, 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 the brother, I can't think of their names right now. They're both named Justin. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Justin Johnson, the, the tall, he, he, had the, he had the half fro. Yeah, so. It wasn't even a mini fro. It was, yeah. like, it was like a half fro. Yeah. I mean, he was preaching. Yeah. And they had church. I mean, I was at dials. I was fired up. I had to, my screen went dark. I was doing Bible stuff. My screen went dark. I'm like, yo, hit my mama. They're like, Mr. Hill, you okay? I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I had to catch I was at dials. I got needles on my arm. I was like, hey. <laughs> They were having church. Amen. Hey, they were like jerking and stuff. <laughs> Just like Satan. Satan thought he had Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When he got him on the cross, he said, I finally got you on the cross. 
But if Satan was as smart as, let me, let me talk to somebody here. Let me talk to Satan. If you are as smart as you, th as you want people to think you are, you would have kept Christ alive to this day. Christ still be alive. Mm -hmm. He'd be 8,000 years old on a respirator, on antifreeze in his veins to keep him alive. But you thought you had him because all Satan can understand is a physical death. Because mm -hmm. Satan can't die. All he can do is be imprisoned. Mm -hmm. Right? After a thousand years, he'll be cast down. There's a special little hole for him in hell, and he'll be put there forever. All right. So all he knows of humans is natural death. And he's like, as long as Christ is up there, I can't get him. Because he's just like me, can't be killed. But once Christ put once Christ put on a dirt suit, once Christ put on a a, a, a dirt double breasted suit, he's like, I got you. But he never took into consideration that he was still God. Amen. Have y'all ever heard it like that? Mm -hmm. He never considered that he's still God. Mm -hmm. You can't take God out of God. <laughs> God the Father, God the Son, God the, Son, God the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You can't take God out of God. Mm -hmm. God can't stop being God. He said, I am immutable. I am unchangeable. I am not a man that I should lie, nor the son of man that I should repent. I can't even curse my own name. He said, in another passage, he said, even my own name is above me. My name is so high that even my own name surpasses me. The name of Yahweh, Jehovah, Elohim, whatever he's called. My name sits above me. I can't undo me. Because I've never been done. I've never been made. I've never been created. I can't undo what has been done. I've always existed. How do you undo what's always been here? And since Satan was created, he didn't understand that concept of not ever being created. He has a beginning. Woo! So when he caught Christ for 33 years, he tried to kill him in the womb. Then he tried to kill him and his parents had to move to Egypt for two years. Then when he came back, tried to kill him the rest of his life. And finally, we got you on the cross. Finally, we got you. And imagine Satan just said, now I know when he said, Father, Abba, why have thou forsaken me? I'm quite sure that's when Satan, you know, you have like, it's a boy. You may have, there may be a cigar that you've been holding on to for a special moment or, or a glass or a, a bottle of wine. You know, you have to drink wine, but it's, but it's, it's, it's a hundred years old. And like, you know, when I make my first million dollars, I'm going to pour this out for the brothers that, that aren't here. Mm -hmm. And I can imagine Satan firing up that stogie yeah. when he said, why have you forsaken? He's like, oh, I got you. Yeah. And, I, and, all, and all one of his archangels had to do was just put his hand out his finger and a flame just because I don't think they have Zippo lighters in hell. Let me get back. I, I'm on track. And he and all of his stogies, all of his minions, all of his, all of his psycholites just sitting around cheering, cheering, death to the king, death to the king. And then all of a sudden, 
Lucifer. Ain't nobody called me Lucifer in eight million years. It's your daddy. Open the, in fact, don't even know, I got a key. Because he told Peter, I have the keys. Yep, I have the keys. Woo! Yep. And he set the captives free. <laughs> and he marched back out of hell, out of paradise, compartment in hell, with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Mm -hmm. With Rahab, the prophet, the prop, the, with, with, uh, with, uh, with, with Christ, with his own, with his own great-grandmother, mm -hmm. Rahab, mm -hmm. the prostitute. Esther. Woo! Yeah. All who had died waiting on the promise mm -hmm. of the Redeemer. And as he took them all up, he stopped in midair. He said, wait a minute, I have one more thing to do. I'm coming back, but I have one thing to do right now. And I can imagine Abraham being, we've been waiting for this for so long. What do you mean you have one more thing to do? I can see heaven. He said, I have five packages I want to leave on the earth for the edification of the church. And he left us the fivefold ministry. Yeah. And then he said, let's get back on the A train. Yeah. Wow, what a wow. Come on, everybody give God praise. praise Come on, everybody give God praise. Yeah. Woo! Wow. Amen. Mm. Mighty God. Wow. We should be so expecting God. Yes, we don't want to leave you. I've, I've made some requests to the Lord, Trish and I. And, and, and you know, we, we have a task that we didn't know we were going to have. And, and, and you know, as, as most parents, and, you know, you look forward to an empty, to a empty nest. And you kind of look forward to doing the things that you couldn't do, you know, when you were spending $13 million a year on kids. And, and, and nobody tells you that, that there's a birthday party the next day in school at 9, 9 p.m. at night. And all of a sudden, oh, yeah, I need cupcakes tomorrow. And like, well, right. we've been together all day. Why don't you tell them? Oh, yeah, I just remembered. Mm -hmm. Or on the way to school. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm supposed to bring cupcakes. You're supposed to bring cupcakes. Mm -hmm. And so now we both have the same desire. But what happens when two or three agree? Yeah. The Bible also says, how can two walk together except they agree? Right. So now our prayers are in agreement. Lord, bless us with good health, with great health. Mm -hmm. Extend whatever days that you have, may have marked for us. Can we petition you to extend our days mm -hmm. so that we can see all three of these grandchildren and all ensuing grandchildren to become, uh, number one, saved and sanctified and, yeah. and loving God and, get, and the desire to love God. Yeah. And also to, to see that they are participating and contributing members to society. To society. Yeah. Amen. Make your mark in society. Mm -hmm. Is that all right? Invent something. All right. Give away millions of dollars. Do make make a mark when you're here. Right. The, uh, uh, what's the epithet on your grave going to be? What's going to be written about you? What's going to be said at your eulogy? Be a contributing member to society. Amen. Amen. But most most important, most important. Love God with your whole mind, body and soul. We know nothing more about the poor man, Lazarus, but his name. And that he was poor. Yeah. That's all we know about him. We don't know anything about him. Like, we don't know how he became poor. Mm -mm. We don't know how he got there. We don't know if he had mental illness. We don't know if he went bankrupt. We don't know if he was a gambler. We don't know if he spent all his money on woman and wine. We don't know. We don't know if, he's, if he made a bad crypto investment. All we know is his name was Lazarus and he was poor. Mm -hmm. But there's one more thing we know. 
We know that when he died, that he was ascended to the bosom of Abraham. And the rich man, the rich man who built his barn to put more grain in and never fed the four, poor, woke up in hell and looked up and asked his brother, you don't, number one, you don't want to come here. And can you dip your finger in a cool glass of water? Wow. We don't even know the rich man's name. Amen. So it is less important. I believe we're all predestined for whatever God has for us to leave a mark on this planet. To, to people know that, you, that we were here. And that's all believers. Amen. But most importantly, to have said by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, well done, my good and faithful servant. Mm-hmm. Number two, it is the author's word that animates our devotion, our devotions and our submission to him. It is the word of God that our devotions, our prayers. I didn't say request. I didn't say all the stuff we want God to do. Get them, God. They hurt me. You know, God, I want a million dollars. God, I want to to be healed. Our devotions, our prayers to God, 24 elders that were created, 24, 24 celestial beings that are referred to as elders, sit before God's throne and praise him 24-7. And I, I don't know, I just don't know this. I don't know if God's throne is mobile. I don't know God moves. He goes from place to place, but I don't know if, if his throne goes from place to place. I, I just really don't know. He's God. Why, why can't it? Right? Because he's God. God's whole throne could be a planet, for all we know. And the whole planet just moves. He thinks, I want to go to this, I want to go to the far reaches of the Milky Way, and his whole planet just zoop, and he's there. We don't know. But what we do know is that wherever his throne is, there are 24 created celestial beings that sit at his throne and do nothing but worship him. From the time they were created, out of God's mind, because God doesn't even have to speak things, he just creates in his mind and it's done. Until, I guess God says, you're relieved of your duties. I don't know. Will these, when, when, after the thousand year reign of Satan, uh, that he has a thousand years, and then there's this great war that a lot of movies and stuff are made out made out of. Uh, we call it Armageddon, and we will come back with wings, and because uh, we're going to be caught up with him, and we're going to have wings, and we're going to fight. We're going to be on Christ's side, and we'll be celestial, but we'll be reunited with our bodies, and we're going to come back, and we're going to fight the Earthlings, and um, and um, and uh, um, uh, men will grow as old as trees, and the lamb and the lion will lay next to each other because sin will gradually be diminished. And after Armageddon, Satan will, Lucifer will finally be defeated and all of his foes and all the humans that sided once again with Satan, just like in in the beginning of Genesis. And they will all get their just rewards. And there's a, there's a, there's a abyss that is empty. Satan's in hell, but he can roam around hell. And there's two, two of the five compartments in hell he does not have, he has never had access to. And one is the abyss 
that's where he's going to be put forever after his eventual defeat, after the thousand-year reign of Satan, all right? And then after Armageddon, he'll be cast into the abyss, and that will be locked up. And him and his and the fallen angels will be locked up forever. Wow. All right. But the Bible tells us that the kings of this world that are in hell will have will be able to see him. We're talking about senses. And Isaiah says, Isaiah or Jeremiah says, they will cast their eyes upon Lucifer. Cast, because now he can roam around. And they'll say, You're the one who we follow to hell. You mean all those chances we had and this God was really real? And we sold our soul to you mm -hmm. at the crossroads just to be a blue singer? Right. Just to have just to just to have this? You promised this and we mean we, we followed you and turns out you never had any power? Never nope. had keys to <laughs> you can't even unlock your out of your own you you own this, but you can't even get out of this. <laughs> turns out you never owned it. And the second compartment that he never had access to was a place called paradise. And that is a compartment in hell that was on a cliff. Imagine you've been to the Grand Canyons. All right. Crystal actually flew in. It was on her bucket list. She flew on a helicopter into the bottom of the Grand Canyon. And it was a tour. And there was a little bistro set up little cafe and they ate and they were served and they saw donkeys and everything and got a little tour at the bottom of the Grand Canyon but you also went imagine being at the top of the Grand Canyon and looking over and in the bottom where the river that's hell well paradise was a cliff and it was like coming to the end of the world and there's a cliff and they had freedom but the thing is they were bound in hell but God said those that had hope on me, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, as I just mentioned, and so many more. Mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, the prophets. Mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, the Shunammite woman mm -hmm. who, who took the faith of Elisha and her womb was closed, but she built him a room. Mm -hmm. And then he said, what do you want? And she said, I'm childless. The Elisha prayed and her womb opened up. Mm -hmm. Years later, the child died of what appears to be heat stroke. She went and found him and said, the very child that you gave me died. Mm -hmm. And he went back and laid on the child and sneezed seven times. Mm -hmm. And the child came back to life. She's in paradise. And mm -hmm. These are the type of people that were in paradise. Mm -hmm. They believed in the promise. Mm -hmm. Right? They believed in the promise of the God of Israel. Mm -hmm. Right? The Hebrew national God, Yahweh. Mm -hmm. All right? We call him Jehovah because Americans, we, we jack up all kinds of languages. Mm -hmm. And when Christ went to hell, when he said, it is finished, he went to hell first. He went down before he came up. And that's when he kicked in the door and took the captives free. He went to paradise and he set the captives free. And they all ascended together. And as he ascended, as Acts tells us, he, five gifts, the apostle the evangelist, the prophet, the pastor, and the teacher descended. They dropped, he dropped that off as the fivefold ministry for the, for the edification and for the growth of the ecclesia, his church that he bought by his blood. 
And that's what we rest on today. Yeah. It's the fivefold ministry. That's the crux of the church. That's the foundation of the church. It's the crutches is what props up the church. Amen. The third point, just as the appointed time in the garden, God has set times to enter our hearts and subconsciousness. Subconsciousness. Well, Elder Jones, you could not have known that I had the word garden in the, as the third point of our key points when you sent the text to our men this morning. I'd rather be a, a warrior in the garden than to be a gardener in the war. That's going to stick with me. Do I owe you a tithe if I say it somewhere else? No, that, Can I just steal it? it? That's not what it means. Okay, so, <laughs> so it's not plagiarizing if I tell you I'm, I got, I don't have sticky fingers. I stopped stealing last week. <laughs> but I do have sticky ears. All right, we're, let's, let's wrap this up. What time is it, please? Any, is anyone online? Okay, anyone online? Any Has anyone posted any questions? Okay. I'm going to give some scriptures. I'm going to read. I'm going to fire out some scriptures, and I'll give the, I'll give the passage and the, and uh, the version. Proverbs twenty and twelve. King James. Psalms ninety four and nine. And I'm going to go back and read them. But I'm gonna, number one. Proverbs twenty and twelve. Psalms 94 and 9. And Acts 26 chapter, verses 15 through 18. And those are all in the King James. Uh, what was that? Acts 26 and what? 15, Acts 18. 26, chapter 26, verse 15 through 18. Proverbs 20 and 12, the hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord hath made even both of them. Mm -hmm. that, that was really a, we, uh, we uh, touched on that last week. Mm -hmm. But it's a very powerful and often, often overlooked passage. Psalms 94 and 9. He that planted the ear, shall he not hear? He that formed the eye, shall he not see? So let's combine these two together. Let's just read them without saying the, 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 the book, chapter, or verse. The hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord hath made even both of them. He that planted the ear shall he not hear? And he that, he that formed the eye shall he not see? And these are rhetorical questions. You know, this is when, you know, the parent says to the child, you think I'm stupid? 
Even if you look like you're going to answer. Amen. Even if you look like you're going to answer. You, you, you're going to be partnered like it's 1999 because you're going to be slapped back into 1999. 24 years later, you woke up. It's a coma. You didn't go forward in time. How long have I been in a coma? No, you got hit so hard. You went back in time. <laughs> we got baby pictures of you now. <laughs> so these are rhetorical questions. Of course, he that planted the ear shall he not hear. Of course, he that formed the eye shall he not see, because Genesis 1 and 26 tells us that. God created man in his own image and in his own likeness. In his own image and likeness created he man. Mm -hmm. Both male and female created he them both. So there shouldn't be any question. Hmm. When I, when, I, when I say these two words, I'd like everyone to just do this. I want you to just go like this. Like, like you're bound to the queen. Right? When I say, I'd like us all to do this, okay? Oh, this is Kenya's like, I'm, I'm in, Pastor. Aston Martin. Oh. <laughs> you promised. You mother was like, I am not going to hell over you. It is it is pastor's favorite. Yes, it is a British. It is bespoke. Bespoke is, you know, bespoke pair of shoes or whatever you use it bespoke for. It usually means it usually originates in Britain, and it is the utmost quality and it is handmade. And Aston Martins are one of the few automakers that are that are still made by hand. Predominantly, Rolls Royce is another one. And I'm not getting into quality. I'm not getting into price. I'm not. What Aston Martins are also known for as having the most, the most beautiful in the auto world is called a soundtrack. Mm. It's the mufflers. It's the most beautiful, sinister, mm. mean, growling, biting. <laughs> <laughs> you hear it before you see it. Hmm. But over 100 years, they have fine-tuned the sound of it. And, uh, um, um, but even that, even that is not the ear that God is talking about. Mm -hmm. the, most, the most beautiful words any human will ever hear, the most sensitive words, the most endearing, the most affirming words that any human will ever hear is I love you. Conversely, the most biting, the most demeaning, one of the most, one of the most soul-destroying words one can ever say to another human being and mean it is I hate you. But these are man's words. It's what God says in the ears that he formed out of the mouth that he has. It's the vision, it's what God shows us that defies the physical thing we're looking at. We're looking at that bank account. We're looking at those numbers. We're looking at, 
we're, 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 we're looking at an impossible situation. We're looking at x-rays. We're looking, it's there. If the doctor says, this is an x-ray, this is your, this is your mammogram, uh, 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 this is your prostate, in a, uh, uh, an exam, this is, um, uh, 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 this is what this says, then that's what it is. It's not mm -hmm. fake news. Right. You're looking at what's literally in your body. But God said, let me, if you can be still for a moment, if you can be still and see this, see, see, if you can be still and see what I see for you, you're seeing what the, fa what the facts are. But if you can see what the truth is for you, Acts 26, 15 through 18. And I said, who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. We should know who we're talking about by now. Mm -hmm. But rise and stand upon thy feet. Paul, Saul, now Saul, Saul. He didn't start talking to Jesus until he was flat on his hind parts. <laughs> God doesn't want to hear us when we're high and mighty on our high horse. So sometimes I got to knock people down a little bit before they actually hear me. Job 33 says, God speaks to man, yea, once, yea, twice, but he perceiveth it not. So he waits till he goes to sleep and starts talking to him. Then he seals it in his unconsciousness to keep him out of the pits of hell. Saul was so busy thinking he was doing right, doing wrong. The word of God says man will, call, man will, man will do right and call it wrong and do wrong and call it right. Mm -hmm. So he said, first, let me, let me, let me knock you down. And today, figuratively, that can be God humbling us. If we won't humble ourselves, mm -hmm. that's God humbling us. Mm -hmm. Proverbs, the, the, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Mm -hmm. Let me deal with some things here. Let me. Mm -hmm. That's my enemy. No, it may not be your enemy. It may be the lover of your soul mm -hmm. trying to save you from hell. And in God's eyes, I'd rather have you suffer in this earth and and meet me and we both be glad about it than for you to satisfy your flesh in this lifetime. I'm not talking about, you know, men, women, sex. I'm not talking about just the just pride, just pleasing our flesh. Hatred pleases our flesh. We feel good. Will Smith slapped another man and when he walked away. I've studied that. I'm, I'm actually following a, uh, a a gentleman who's a is a former FBI profiler, and now he is one of the leading ex experts in body language. And he is still a year later. He is still discovering new new intricacies in. Will Smith's body language from the time he cussed on national television, keep my wife's name out of your mouth. And her body language, when Chris Rock first said it, she grinned. But then when she heard everybody else laugh, she looked at her husband and he took that as because she's the husband and he's the wife. We all know this. <laughs> He took that as, oh, I have to protect you. I have to protect my king, queen. Right. So he didn't have a plan because mm -mm. 
you know, he's not even allowed to sit at the red table. So he don't have a plan. So keep, and I guess she looked and said, well, that wasn't enough. Protect my honor. Protect my kingdom. But what I got out of that whole, I've, I've probably watched it 60, 70 times because I'm literally studying this. And so the King's Healing Room, you will know, our clergy staff, maybe about five years ago, we literally had a session on body language so that as counselors, right, as, as our King's Healing Room ministry, we can better understand what people are saying by what they're not saying. Remember that? Yeah. I think I believe it was a, mm -hmm. uh, 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 Dr. Chavez, yeah. Dr. Sh Nanette Chavez. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, we were in the rescue mission and in the conference room. And we literally had a session on understanding people's body language, what this means when people fold their arms, mm -hmm. what this means, what this means when they're open, when they're closed, when they're twitches. And, and it, what got me the most is when he turned and walked away. His chest was out. Whenever a person does this, they want to make themselves larger than what they are. Mm. When a person feels embarrassed or they want to, or they don't want to be noticed, they shrink. Mm. They make themselves small. But we all do this subconsciously. Mm. But when a person is, you know, when you ingratiate, when you ingratiate praise or honor, you walk into a room and we and we do this, we do things like this. We say, hey, hi, politicians, because they want to be seen. They're open. They open themselves like a peacock. They want nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. They want to be seen. They want to be, they want to be, Christ did not come into uh, Jerusalem riding on a donkey hiding. No, even Paul later, he said, you imprisoned me. And now that's when the prison doors open and everything. And, and the men of the city came and said, all right, we're going to sneak you out the back door. But what, how many know the story? Paul said, oh, no. Mm -hmm. He said, you arrested me openly. That's right. And you persecuted me openly, and you threw me in jail openly. Yep. He said, I'm going out the same door yep. that you, you're not going to do this openly and then sneak me yep. out like, oh, we made a mistake. No, mm -hmm. I'm going out the same door that you put me in. Mm -hmm. I came in large. I'm going out large. Mm -hmm. And Will Smith's chest was stuck out his head and he got swag. Yeah. He went he 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 went back to Prince of LA swag. Yeah. And he walked off and he literally just like and he walked and that was most telling to me. That was what most telling to me. The body language. So God had to change Saul's body language. He had to change his position. Mhm. Verse 14, but rise and stand to thy feet, for I am, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, appeared, eyes. Now, this was a vision. It may have been so real that Saul thought it was real, but the men around him didn't see it. Right. All right. To make thee a minister and a witness both of these things which thou hast seen and of those things in which I will appear unto thee. Christ said, me and my father one, right? So he that he that made the eye shall he not see, he that made the ear shall he not hear. I'm using what I made in my likeness for you to see me now and tell you you're going to be a minister and I'm going to appear to you at other times through the same apparatus that I formed in you. That same thing I have that I gave you as humans. 
17, delivering these, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom I now send thee. To open their what? Are we reading? Are we all reading this together? Well, of course, it's not physical eyes. It's not because. All right. Now, Christ did something to Paul's physical eyes. At that time, still Saul, because Saul was so entrenched in his in his own diabolical vision and pride on persecuting the Jews. And God had to take extreme measures. But maybe what in our lives that God had to take extreme measures to get us to see or to get us to hear. And to and to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan, from the power of Satan, from the power of Satan. I, God, have delivered you from the power of darkness and translated you into the kingdom of my dear son where there is redemption and forgiveness of sins. Well, God, trans God delivered us from the power of darkness, just like he did here, from the power of Satan to and translated to the kingdom of his dear son who is the light of the world. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God, and the word was the light of the world, and the world received them him not. Mm -hmm. So light, kingdom, Christ, it's, all, it's all the same. It's all, it's, all, it's all in the same alphabet soup. Mm -hmm. All the words in the alphabet soup, just keep eating enough soup, and all the letters that come out to spell the same thing. Darkness, mm -hmm. Satan, mm -hmm. darkness, delivered, mm -hmm. Lucifer, Christ, light, And from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. A few more key points. The creator and sustainer of our lives has both fashioned the hearing ear, and the seeing eye. The creator and sustainer of our lives as believers has both fashioned the hearing ear and the seeing eye to see things that unbelievers can't see and hear. Number two, the planted ear and the formed eye supply the believer's natural senses with God's supernatural guidance systems. Or I could have put GPS. I'll repeat that. The planted ear and the formed eye supply the believer's natural senses. That means God uses our natural five senses. He taps into them with his own supernatural GPS systems, yeah. with his own supernatural guidance systems. How many of us, and it's always in foresight, we look back and say, that's why I was late to the dinner party. Mm -hmm. You may have watched the news the next day and there was a shooting or there was a, 
I remember years ago, uh, um, there was a there was a some event in Springfield Gardens, and uh, and uh, and uh, me and my boy Hario and Mike Foy and um, uh, Harold and uh, and uh, uh, Mike has since passed, and uh, my at one point my very best friend and uh, Harold Knight um, and uh, and we were on the we were on the east side deep in the cut in the east side and and uh Crowley Fayette Allen and we're trying to get up to Springfield Gardens I mean maybe a mile maybe two miles but if you don't have a car and you know it's 1 a.m. 2 a.m. and you know we thinking about girls and we, you know, stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> my mom's here is making me so nervous. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm navigating. I'm using God's GPS right now. <laughs> and 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 so we we never made it. And you know, the rest of it until three or four o'clock. You know, you party out. You know, you doze off, get the munchies, eat, and doze off. And... Next day, we wake up. And it was like, um, Mother Hill, I don't know if you knew it, but you can delete all the stuff from your ears. But <laughs> I did have a street name. I was named Smoothie. That was my tag name, Smoothie, because. He was smooth, mama. <laughs> I was raised, I was telling someone earlier today, I was literally raised to be a gentleman of distinction. I was little, and I don't really have those words to frame that. I didn't have the the language when I was ten, but but to look back, I was literally raised by my mother and my grandmother, and even my father. He was a gentleman. He was a he was a kind man. He wasn't a boisterous, loud, you know, man. And he kind of speaking. You didn't even know he's in the room unless unless you said something to him. And I was just surrounded by family members and 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 Mother Lee and Dee and her whole tribe and just just. Just quiet people and 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 um and uh, orderly. I guess is a good word. I don't know. I'm not thinking of the right word right now. Yeah, and I'm not saying not perfect because we're all born in sin. But but um and uh but my household. I can really just speak to my household. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Mother Moore and Mother Hill, and 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 my sisters were were literally raised. And anyone who raised in our house is called Camp Camillas because Mother Hill raised 150 kids. <laughs> and and they raised ladies, mm -hmm. and they raised gentlemen, mm -hmm. and I was really raised to be a really a gentleman of distinction. I couldn't walk with my back bent over, but well, straighten your back up. Mm -hmm. I couldn't slouch. I couldn't I couldn't slur when I spoke. My grandma would literally stop me and say, "Speak like this. You're not normal." She not even knowing that I would be an orator of God's word. So now when y'all get homework and stuff and pass always using these big words and everything, blame it on Mother Hill. Mm -hmm. I mean, blame it on Mother Moore. Mm -hmm. Blame it on don't blame it on the alcohol. Blame it on Mother Moore. Mm -hmm. All right. I'd be grinning, taking pictures. Everybody's everybody, what do you say? I'm through everybody smile. I'm the old my grandmother. Boy, don't grown men don't smile. I'm eight. <laughs> you gonna be? Am, am I? Am I telling the truth, Mother Hill? My brothers don't smile on pictures. 
My brothers don't show their teeth in pictures. We can't. That's just how we were raised. Mother would say that about her brothers. Or her brothers. She would say, she would say like, grown men don't, I'm out. I still play with army men. Because <laughs> it wasn't PlayStations, right? And, and I mean, she didn't yell. I didn't get in trouble or anything. But it was just, it was grooming. Mm -hmm. It was being groomed. Mm -hmm. It was being, and I'm, of course, I'm, I'm, uh, um, I'm uh, hyping it up a little bit. But, but I was, we were being groomed. And, uh, 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 and a, a business owner and, 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 uh, and, uh, um, uh, you know, just uh, a voice in the African-American community in Syracuse and so forth and all blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, no, nah, you're just not anybody, you know, and you're not a Huxtable, but you're not just anybody, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, um, uh, uh, um, yeah, so we woke up that morning and probably Friday or Saturday night, it had to be a Friday night because Sunday I was in church. All my boys, I stepped over them sometime. And just, like, yeah, where are you going, Smoothie? Man, I'm going to church. Urch, I'm going to church, man. Pray for me. There was a shooting and a killing that night at, oh, the, wow. at the very party. And you have a very similar story of being told to leave or if you go in mm -hmm. this particular place that may be your, your last day on earth or something similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And whatever stopped us was a force greater than ourselves. Yeah. And and um, yeah. and not that even something would have happened to us, but that was the very beginning of gangs. Mm -hmm. That was the very beginning of gangs. Mm -hmm. And and now and I'm that I'm I'm not even the guns. I'm not even I'm I'm a lover, not a fighter. Right. You know. Yeah, and and true. and but look, we can all look back, and even to what extent we did get caught up in. We can all look back and say that it could have gone farther if it wasn't for God. What we have, number three, what we have seen, uh, you know, I didn't finish that point. So let me just, I'll just stick with those last two points. I will give the scripture, 2 Kings 6, chapter 6, 16 through 18. I'm going to read that. And there's so much more here that we're going to conclude here. And I think the rest of this will, I'll turn into a sermon for Sunday. Because mm. like once, once the pitcher starts, once the pitcher starts pouring into the bucket, mm -hmm. you know, the word says, enlarge my, Psalm says, enlarge my territory. Yeah. God literally enlarges your bucket to receive all that he has to pour into it. Second Kings, the sixth chapter, 16 through 18, King James says, And he, Elijah, answered, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. This is very familiar. Um, Elijah was in a tent. Um, uh, 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 king was looking for him because he wouldn't prophesy on his behalf. He had bad things happen to his enemies. So they came to get him. And Elisha's servant got up, looked out of the tent and said, the whole Syrian army is outside. Mm. And Elisha came out just like an OG. I mean, literally like an OG. Elisha was the original OG. The original OG, original gangster. The original, original OG. 
he was an OG before OG was a was an OG. <laughs> and I can see him just laying out. I mean, these were these were wild men. You know, you got to understand the terrain when you hear these. You know, even today, half of Jerusalem stuff is is wilderness, desert. That whole the whole Middle East is like desert. These were literally wild men and women. They, I mean, they had to make a fire just at night. They killed, they had to kill what they ate, you know. And I can imagine a beard all crazy and stuff. And he comes out and he stretches. And his servant's like, oh my, what are we going to do? The whole Syrian army has us surrounded. And he's like, oh, we got this. It's like, no, master, we're going to die. Please, I'm going to write a letter to my loved ones. And please tell them that my final words were I love them and Here's my will, my last will and testament. He's like, yo, we got this. Verse 17, and Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open my servant's eyes that he may see that the Lord, that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. Everybody say, I see. I see. Wait a minute. All right, I'm going to come back to that. And Elijah prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. And when they came down to him, Elisha prayed unto the Lord and said, Smite this people, I pray thee, with blindness, the, the army, the Syrian army. And he smote them with blindness according to the word of Elisha. So now, let me get to this. Now everybody say, I see. Said the, blind man, said the blind man as he picked up his hammer and saw. Let's all say it together. I see, said the blind man as he picked up his hammer and saw. Now, here's the conundrum. Did the blind did the blind man pick up the hammer and then he then he, his eyes opened up or did he pick up a hammer and they saw to cut wood We'll never know That's why it's a conundrum So the blind man picked up his hammer and saw So we can call it contextual hmm. I know, I know, I know. Is it too late to pray for me? Nope. <laughs> Thank you, because I would have been lost. I'd have been lost in a sea of sin. Ah, <laughs> uh, but the blind man is hope, because he picked up his hammer and he saw. In the day that he saw, he made a house. With the hammer, with the hammer. and the saw. <laughs> then he saw his woman in the house. 
that he made with a saw. Enough. Okay. One saying, go ahead. The other one saying, if you don't. I'm saying, go ahead, Nash. Okay. Well, I'm getting conflicting. I'm getting conflicting energies here. And, and, and Ella Jones put a Snickers bar in his mouth. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm just having all that. My name's Minute and I ain't in it. Psalm, Psalm 34, 7 through 9. We're almost done. Psalm 34, 7 through 9. It's a lot of scriptures, but it's Bible study. What, what else are we doing, right? Psalm 34, chapter, verses 7 through 9, King James. The angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear. We just read Elisha, the. Uh, 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 I think his servant's name was Gehazi, Gehazia. Mm -hmm. He could only see the natural. He could only see mm -hmm. what his flesh could perceive. He could only see the enemy. He could only see the negative. All he could see was a deficit in his bank account. All he could see was what the x-ray said. All he could see was or hear what the doctor's report was. All he could see was that the plant is closing and, and and everybody's going home today. All he could mm. see was all the negatives. Mm. But Elisha speaks to the Lord and asks the Lord, who is the author and finisher of our faith. Mm -hmm. Elisha doesn't say, eyes be open. He had to go to the creator and sustainer of our faith. Lord, open his eyes. And God acquiesced him. God said, okay, and he opened his eyes. Now what do you see? I see men as trees. Now how do you see men? Let me spit on you a little more, some dirt, spittle. Now how do you see? I see men as they are. Mm -hmm. The angel of the Lord encompasseth about them that fear him. The word fear, both fear here is respect, honor, and reverence. So the angel of the Lord encampeth, this is, this is a present tense to us now. The angel of the Lord encamps all around them that have respect, honor, and reverence for God, and he delivers us. Mm. Eight. Here's a scripture that we're all so familiar with. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Well, here you have the context. I gave you the scripture above it and the scripture below it. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, taste, oh, taste, oh, taste, oh, taste, oh, taste. That's what we're talking about, taste. And sight and hearing and smell and touch. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Oh, fear the Lord. Have respect, honor, and reverence for the Lord. Ye his saints. We're not talking about just mere Christians. We're not talking about just people who 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 who, who call their, their church home the, the, the largest church in that particular city, the mega church. Because now there's no accountability. Where do you go to oh I, I, I go to this church? Well one time. But now there's no accountability because no one knows when you left. Last time you've been there. It, it's been a while. Well, when? About eight years ago. <laughs> now, I'm not saying they can't be strong believers, but as wow, as I 
Christian can be a mere title, but a believer is a lifestyle. I don't want to be known as a Christian. I want to be known as a believer. Oh, fear him, Lord, the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want to them that have respect, honor, and reverence him. First Peter 2, 1 and 3, and this will be it. And, and, um, oh gosh, I'm almost at the conclusion, we're going to cut it off. First Peter 2, verses 1 through 3, and this is in the Amplified. First Peter, chapter 2, verses 1, 2, and 3, in the Amplified. So put aside every trace of malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander and hateful speech. All right, no same sex, no, no state sponsored fetus doing a fetuses. We have children, so once again, I'm put aside every trace of malice. See, we can go to hell for a lot for a lot of stuff besides some of those big stuff, same sex, mm -hmm. you know, abortion stuff like that. We, there's a lot of stuff we can go to hell for. Malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander, character assassination, and hateful speech. The Republican Party, DeSantis, Marjorie Green. <laughs> I mean, do, do I need to keep naming names? Like newborn babe, babies, you should long for the pure milk of the word. That's taste. We just read, oh, taste and see. Here's taste. Here, here's taste. Peter says, putting aside all this other stuff, what we should be striving after is to, oh, taste and see the pure milk of the word, capital O-R-D, so that by it you may be nurtured and grow in respect to salvation is ultimate fulfillment. Verse 3. If in fact you have already tasted the goodness and gracious kindness of the Lord. So I, I broke that up because I, I got so excited, but 2 and 3 should really read together. If you haven't already Verse 3 can read like this. If you haven't already, you should, verse 2, desire the sincere milk of the word. I think your King James says. You should desire the sincere work, milk, the sincere work of the uh, milk of the word that you may grow and be nurtured by. Ver, verse 3. If you haven't already. If you're not at this mature point here, then you, then you should strive to get here. Instead of striving to bring strife. Instead of striving... To, to, to show your envy side instead of striving that big green-eyed monster 
envy and jealousy instead of striving to, to, to break up families and break up relationships. You just mentioned a relationship Sunday that, that some that people have been trying to break up for years and years. It's a, it is amazing. It is truly amazing that some of the stuff people are envious and, and jealous over. Wow, it truly is. I like what I like. I know what I like and I like what I know. And I have stuff that's 30, 40 years old, but I like it. And then I have stuff that's, that's, that's brand new and, and you get a scratch on it and I'll give it away and go buy another thing of the brand new thing. It, there's no rhyme or reason. But it may something I wear, it may something a watch, a watch, or or or, or what, whatever it may be, and and it's like this literally is as old as dirt. Why are you? And maybe I've been guilty of that too, because I was born in sin and shape and in iniquity. But it's just amazing our lives, because a a, a woman, a man, could come out of the ten dollar and other fashion store. It's not where you buy and what you buy and how much it costs. Mm -hmm. It's how it looks on you. Yeah, it's yeah. your attitude. Yeah, yeah. It's how you carry yourself. Yeah. Once again, mama, mm -hmm. son, straighten your back out. She would literally like, put your head up. Mm -hmm. when, when Terry and Kim would practice the violin, she would make them get dressed for rehearsal at times. She would make them get dressed in the same outfit that they'd be doing their recitals in. Don't do this for the first time. Get used to being in this outfit. Brothers, how many times y'all heard me say, I never wear a suit for the first time when I need to wear it for the first time. Mm -hmm. I wear it because you never know how it's tailored. What if it doesn't fit right? Mm -hmm. Now, I'm traveling to New York, banquet or whatever. Now, I'm wearing it for the first time. One sleeve is longer than the other. Mm -hmm. If I had just worn it to church once before, or just walk around the house in it, and she would make them practice the violin back straight. Put your, and, and she would be sitting there. We have pictures. And she would just be sitting there so godly proud. And just giving them instruction hmm. on how to, on their mannerisms, their, their, their posture. And, 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 of course, I love my instrument. I don't know if they really like their <clears throat> instrument of choice. <laughs> be saying, if you're not doing this already, do it. All right, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, um, I'll just give the scriptures. Exodus, the 14th chapter, 13 through 14 in the King James. Exodus, the 14th chapter, verses 13 through 14. And we can read that on our, but it, that's, it's the passage where the Egyptians that you see today, you shall see no more but it's the word see that we're focusing on. Mm -hmm. The enemy, take the Egyptians. The Egyptians, Egypt represents bondage. But swap it out for bondage, lust, pride, failure, spirit of failure that is upon you, fear. God said, I've not given you the spirit of fear, that, that bad kind of fear, low self-esteem, pride. What you see today once you recognize it, I've always recognized it. I just need you to recognize it. Mm -hmm. What the enemy that you see today that's keeping you from being successful, that's keeping you from making six figures financially, that's, that's keeping you from having a successful marriage, that's keeping you from having successful children, that's keeping you from having a happy home, that's keeping you from your career, that's keeping you from, from just being 
happy. From just being happy, comfortable in your own skin, God said, you shall see no more. Any questions or comments? Any questions or comments? Amen. I've had so much fun today. Probably probably more fun than some others. Um, but um, good times were had by all. Yes. Mother Hill, any comments? Elder, Elder, uh, 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 um, Rivers, any, any uh, comments? Ah, Sister Stephanie is watching. Stephanie Anderson, God bless you. Are, are, Sister Stephanie, are you back from Africana? Amen. I've been keeping up with you. You soft Africana, you. <laughs> Did you bring back any drum for him? Did you bring me back any food? Hey, that was a horrible South African. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they speak British anyway because they're British, you know. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Sister Stephanie, God bless you. Always thinking about you, your children, grandchildren. Mm -hmm. Sister Antoinette, God bless you, the Howards. Sister Esther Lee, God bless you, Sister Esther. Yes, yes. Nice talking to you earlier today. Any questions or comments? Sister Tanya? Tanya, Tanya, God bless you, Sister Tanya. We haven't talked in a while. Call a brother. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I need a hula skirt design. So hook a brother up with a hula pant set. That made no sense because I really didn't have a plan for that conversation. <laughs> any comments? You're live. Any comments? We're going to digress. It's a few minutes of. Amen. Any comments? Did we learn anything tonight? Absolutely. Are we any... Are we any, I'm going to use the word F-A-T-T-E-R, fat, which comes from the word vat, V-A-T. And when you see things like beer commercials or soap commercials, when in, and at an industrial level, what, what are they mixed in? A vat, large vats, V-A-T. All right? And the word fat literally comes from vat. All right? So have we become fatter tonight? Spiritually, educationally wise, mm -hmm. knowledge wise, mm -hmm. our vat is full. Amen. Amen. Bible study is God pouring out his spirit into, into empty vessels mm -hmm. by way of the fivefold ministry that were previously empty vessels and poured into. Amen. Because God is the animator of all of us. In God, we have our we have our being and we have our movement and our being. Mm -hmm. It is in God that animates us. This is where we get the word animation from. Animate. And it's we mostly think of cartoons, you know, animation and uh, or animai, which is which is I don't want to limit it to Japanese uh cartoons, animation. but Asian, but animai. Yeah. And um and uh, Power Z, Powerball Z, Anime, um, 
but animation is simply is simply the movement by someone else. When I move, it's not animation, right? Mm -hmm. When you make a drawing and, and you make 20 drawings in a row and, and each drawing has a different arm movement and then you flip the page and now you get like a little mini film, which was the first film. It was on paper and they just had still drawings and they just flipped it through. That's animation. It's, it's being moved by something other than you. When God moves us through our five senses when, he, when, when he, he, he animates us and he moves us. So as the Bible says in one of the New Testaments uh, 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 in, its, in its closing remarks, in God we have our being and we have our movement. In him we are human beings. And in him, we have our movement. But it's not just physical movement. Sinners have physical movement. Yeah. <laughs> but God tries to get them to move, and they don't move. Because if they move, they wouldn't be sinners anymore. They'd be saints. Mm -hmm. They'd be believers, right? We heard the word like the 180th time, because I, I didn't move the first time I heard God. But thank God it wasn't said too late. Mm -hmm. And I acted, and I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And asked him to come into me. Trish has been doing it. And according to Trish, I was the only reason why she was half a sinner anyway. Love you, dear. But one, 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 uh, 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 like, uh, like James Cleveland said, went to a meeting one night. One day I was in the hospital with a robe on and nothing under it. And I just, just all, just with a robe on. Trish was sitting on the side of the bed. And, sad situation and I mean you're in the hospital and there's a robe on and Mother Hill bust in like uh, like the hospital like set like upstate was on fire and she just bust in and just like pulled the curtains back like <laughs> caught you like we were doing something we shouldn't have been doing I'm in the hospital I'm sick I ain't doing nothing Mother Hill looked at us and said number one I ain't playing number two I'm not leaving till y'all save well, that's right. <laughs> Trisha's like, I'm already there. Just talk to your son. He the one. He the one ain't living right. In fact, you just smoked weed last night. <laughs> <laughs> now I start going, oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and it may not have gone like that, but that's a fact. Well, the Jones, you bust in like an OG. I could have been in there half-dressed because I only had a robot and hospital gown. And that was, but that was the beginning mm -hmm. of me hearing and seeing God's GPS system. God bless you. If that be all, let us prepare for our giving. And um, as we give, we know our platforms and those uh, uh, we are, we are getting closer and closer to our goal of three televisions, two 75 inch televisions and one, one inch television. And, uh, and all of the hardware and the installation. I talked to the installer today, and uh, we will soon be getting, um, uh, I thought we already had it. He had given it to us, but he, I, I reached out to him, and he, he apologized for not getting us the estimate for the installation and um, uh, for our new beginnings. And um, so we implore, reach out to me, reach out to any of our ministerial staff, and we can get to you. Amen. We are looking for donations. Amen. Uh, $500. I'm sorry, $600 for a 75-inch television 
and, and $400 for a 50-inch television. We are in our library. Phase two will include a 50-inch television for, what do you say, 50 or 65 inches? What do y'all think right here? 50-inch, all right. I think at least a 50-inch television. Yeah. Amen. We're bringing the entire first floor into the 21st century, and then we will go to our to our uh, dining hall. We already, in our game room, and in our night room, once a month, we have movie night. We have a 40-inch or 45-inch LCD um, DVD player that, and, uh, uh, and a projector and a projector screen. So we are really advancing and moving forward, and we would love for you to participate in blessing the King's Healing Room. Uh, uh, and once again, every dollar, every penny moves us, moves the needle forward. Amen. One listening tonight may be able to adopt a 75-inch television or, a, uh, or just, just donate one. But we please ask you to reach out to us because we want the TVs to be the same especially the 75 inches. We already have one, and so we don't want two different brands. We want to keep the same brand and the same model so that uh, consistency, even for warranties and having the same connections. Amen? God bless you. We love you. Lord, we even pray right now. What a great altar call we had on Sunday during our Lord's Supper, during communion um, at the King's Healing Room on Resurrection Sunday, our own newly minted, ordained Eller, Marie Rivers. Amen. And may I mimic, may I mimic uh, her call right now, the clarion call to Jesus Christ. We've just three weeks, we've been talking, we've been being taught through the word of God that God is trying to reach out to us. Job chapter 33 says, once you didn't answer, twice you didn't answer. I know with me, it had to be probably seven, 800 times before I finally, like, like the light bulb went out, boing. Like, God, I, I don't want to die like this. One may be listening right now. It may be that you may fit into the term we call backslide. Or you may be listening, compelled to listen today. And God is speaking to you. I ask you to have an open ear to hear. I, 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 I would ask you to take the blinders off of your eyes that you may see. Not physically. But here, spiritually, what thus saith the Lord, to see what God is showing you and to taste and see of the goodness of the Lord. And you'll have the same conclusion that so many believers have. That God, you don't need me. I need you. Amen. And if you're listening right now, if you would, if you would please... Put all distractions away. Turn off the TV. Turn off whatever it is right now. And despite what Satan is saying to you right now, despite what it doesn't take all that or whatever, or this per, this, all of that noise, you listen this long. Just re, If you repeat after me, just do it. Just don't think about it. Do it. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I acknowledge you as my Lord and Savior. I acknowledge that you rose from the dead. For all of my wrongdoings. I acknowledge that you are God. And you lived among men. I acknowledge that you died and rose for my sins. And I ask you to forgive me. The only way to heaven is through you. You are the way and the life. Forgive me of all of my sins. 
and cleanse me. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you are the true and living God and you rose from my sins. I decree and I declare that right now I am saved by the blood of the Lamb. I am saved by the blood of the Lamb. I am saved by the blood of the Lamb. Everybody give God praise. If you don't have a church home and you're listening virtually, I would ask you to continue to, to follow the King's Healing Room. But I would also ask you to go on Facebook or Instagram or, or call Big Mama, call someone that you know, that you trust, who is a believer, and ask them, I'd like to go to church with you Sunday. Every believer, every believer should, 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 should be a part of a local church. Paul said, forsake not the assembly of yourself together. Amen. Virtual has its place, yeah. but our real place is Amen. in the local church. Amen. Amen. God bless you. I pray you wealth and strength on your journey. Amen. As we leave this place, but never ever from your presence, watch over to keep us until we meet again. In Jesus' name, thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Sunday, 9.30 a.m., Kingdom Academy resumes, 9.30 a.m., Elders, Walter and Karen Howard, and 11 a.m., SOS, service on Sunday. God bless you. We love you. Hope to see you soon. Grace and peace. We have three different ways that you can give. One way is using the Givelify app by downloading Givelify using your iOS or Android device and search the King's Healing Room, where you will see our senior pastor, Bishop Brian K. Hill's senior photo. You also can use our text to give. Here how it works. There are five steps. Step one, text GIVE to 1-844-981-2759, which is a unique to the King's Hiller Room. Step two, you will receive a text with instructions. Step three, follow the instructions to set up a given account. Step four, text the amount you want to give and the designation. It could be a tithe, offering, or general fund. 
In step five, you will receive a receipt via email confirming your gift. And here's the last way you can give. You can use PayPal and send your donation to tkhrauthors at gmail.com. That is tkhrouffice at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and remember to subscribe to listen to more messages like the one you have heard. We are the King's Healing Room and we are a kingdom ministry with a global presence.